just yesterday I was five years old pretending I was a Power Ranger playing out in the backyard. And now I'm right up on 30. I thought you were 40. No, you tried it. Uh -uh. life, Life goes by in the blink of an eye. studio yeah i've returned i have good morning i know right what's more going into the afternoon now but good morning to those of you who are in the morning time and good afternoon to those in the afternoon and good evening to those in the evening so (laughs) yeah this should be interesting recording i'm not usually a morning person i'm more active at night so we'll see how this goes right right we usually if if we do record usually our recordings are the majority of them have been in the evening, so we're like awake. But <laughs> there's always something with complications. You whether it's right. computer with editing something. It's one of those right. aspects that makes podcasting so fun mm-hmm. to partake in. There's always something that's going wrong. Always something, and it gets <laughs> even worse when we export the audio and figure out something went wrong with the export. That's so, good times. Good that's times. always a thriller <laughs> in itself, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, so I um I I gave an an update last week on the many issues, and I don't have any updates to report from the first mini issue. The second mini issue is being worked on. It's in the scripting phase. I need to. It's already been a rough draft. I have to go back and do a couple more revisions. Um, so that'll progress as the weeks go by, and we'll see the second issue in March. That's exciting. March. So exciting. Yeah. You know, I think our last recording, um, before you start re-editing it, <laughs> due to my jet engine computer <laughs> of old school Macintosh computer from like 2000 probably, <laughs> I wanted to make a comment say that you know, the mini issue actually was well received. You know, it took a while mm-hmm. for people to notice it, but we got a lot of good feedback with it. And right. Update for Lighthouse as well is I used uh, Miguel uh, to do two uh, concept uh, art for our two covers about two of our villains, Backburner and Hurricane mm-hmm. Alley. He's done a phenomenal job. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things really, that really good. investing back in. I have uh, my artist, uh, Erwin Europa, and Ed has Miguel, so we're definitely uh, pouring into them and using them to their full ability. Once you see a talent like with artists, make sure you snatch them up, you pay them well, and give them keep giving them work. I wish we had the five hundred grand investment, <laughs> right? So I can put Miguel on retainer and just employ. You know, it would just make life a lot easier. But 
It is what it is. Yeah. That's we just need to find like a the... multi-millionaire investor. Maybe that's where right. we'll my goal for the weekend. Go to the island <laughs> on beach and try to find someone. <laughs> Charity knocking. Can you please donate to our our cause? Please. <laughs> Pretty please. For a comment. Need it. It's for the Need kids. It. It's for the kids. <laughs> this is going to be a shorter episode. I don't think we need to stretch this out for an hour and a half. <laughs> I would do some topics. It's kind of like one of those topics where we can just get in, say what we have to say, encourage and inspire somebody who may be going through this and just hang it up after that. So it should be a it should be a good episode. It's, it's, it's an interesting episode because it's, it's an interesting, interesting topic. And to be quite honest, all of our topics so far have been designed to meet everybody where they're at right now. Our audience is first time indie creators. So we're trying to catch you at certain points in your development process before you make the mistakes that we've made. And early on, while you're creating your, your comic, you're going to in- inevitably run into failure. And for whatever reason, we don't like to move on to the next step or we get choked up on a certain step in our progress because we're afraid to fail. And this is a really silly concept to me because it's almost like you're afraid to see what's behind the curtain over something that may not even be real. And these kinds of people, they kind of just stop dead in their tracks because they're afraid to fail. And I don't, I don't know about any other country where we live in America. Um, and it might, the, the culture might be different based on where you're at on the concept of failure, but failure is somehow viewed as this, like you're almost failing the whole thing. Like you, you, you failed the entire project because you made this one small mistake or you've made this one small failure. And it's almost like you may as well quit. But this is not how you need to approach failures and mistakes, like at all. This is not the correct way to go about it, simply because you're not the summation of your failures or your mistakes. You have to learn how to change your mindset over and develop failure and mistakes as learning tools, pretty much. Yeah, you bring up a great point. You know, and I think about psychology and how there's this fear aspect to failure and how fear can be translated into this belief that we tell ourselves in our in our mind over and over again. It's almost reinforcing this negative thought over and over again. And it actually makes us not want to accomplish our dreams mm-hmm. and goals all over this negative self-message that we tell ourselves that don't fail. Everything needs to be perfect. Right. And that just completely just seizes our opportunity of what we mm-hmm. want to accomplish. It's like you're, you you freeze yourself in time almost because you don't want to. The thing about failure is it's like you can either embrace it and move on or not embrace it and just be in the same position forever. There really are just two options here. You either You either move forward or you don't. Failure is a really painful thing to embrace, or rather it, it can be, depending on who you are as a person, 
you can dial up or dial down the intensity of failure and how it emotionally affects you. There's embarrassment, there's guilt, displeasure, like all that stuff comes bundled with it. But if you don't know how to flip the negative into a positive, failure really is going to destroy everything. So we have to change our mindset and again, remind ourselves that we are not the sum of our failures. We're not the sum of our mistakes. You only let that happen if you quit because of failure. You know, we have to start picking ourselves up, learning what we need to learn and keep it moving. You have to. Otherwise, again, you you can either move forward or just be in that same spot over and over and over again because you're you're uh, you're afraid to go on because you 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 have this this fear that chokes you up you have this mm-hmm. fear is a is a very powerful thing like Brent said it 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 stops people from living their dreams it stops people from pursuing things and it may not even be it's, it's really it's, it's a psychological thing that's an important element that he brought in that it's it's in it lives in our minds. It may not even be real in our physical reality. It's as you mentioned with you know society, and I think in the Western society we're really set up to not fail. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to do things perfect. Uh, first impressions are everything, and if you don't make that good first impression, you're done. You're over. People are always going to remember and hold that against you. Mm-hmm. And that's the lie that we tell ourselves. That's that negative belief that we tell ourselves of this fear of failure and that there's no recovery from our mistakes due to our first impressions on others that will have a lasting forever effect, which is completely false, mm-hmm. completely false. And I believe in this lie too. I, you know, I'm sure that you might have had the same oh, yeah. you know, way to relate to that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's cripples dreams and goals. It really does. This is preventing me. Let's see, I'm going to be 29 when this episode drops. Hmm. So it'll be my birthday when this episode drops. Turn and up. looking back of when I started with this creative process at 17, 18, when I started really accepting my creativity, I wasted all that time based on these self-negative messages I told myself. I'm not good enough. I can't write good enough. I can't create. My ideas are not good enough. And you just have to learn to face them. And that it's so easier said than done. It really is. But it's that simple. You just got to remember why you have a passion and this creativity, almost this thirst and hunger for comics. You know, and you need to tell your story with the characters that you create. You need to conquer your fear by exposing yourself to this means. You got to work through the process. You got to challenge those thoughts with positivity. As Ed was noting, mm-hmm. you got to flip that negative into a positive and just do it right all many of successful writers creators artists no matter what they do they're going to fail mm-hmm. it's never going to be good enough right i mean we see that this past this past week with dc comics they're doing a, another rebirth another reboot so if the big companies can do it i think us little companies can do it the the bigger companies as you said they failed publicly many, many times with a lot of these reboots. And then now they're doing, DC's doing the rebirth or whatever. With them, their failure results in loss of customers. It results in loss of millions of dollars. With indies, 
what you're really risking is your time. You don't have millions of dollars that's going down the tube. You don't have a huge audience at that point. You may have 10, 50 followers. Trust me, it's okay. It's okay if you make a mistake. It's okay if you fail. You can clean it up before you get 20,000 followers, before you start making six digits on your comic book sales. We have, what, 272, 73 followers on Facebook, a buck nice. 67 on Instagram, a buck 50 on Twitter. It's not a lot of people, but it's it's something, it's something. right? I'm not discrediting that at all. I mean, that's that's amazing to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we may not be hitting 800 likes and a thousand followers, but that's still a pretty substantial amount for any indie creator, you know. But you still have room. You have wiggle room to make a mistake. It's it, it you're, you're you're given those those freedoms that the mainstream companies won't have. And it goes back to just having that courage to do it. It's really accomplishing. Just make a comic. No, do the research and you just got to apply whatever story method you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Tell a story, beginning, middle, and end, have good characters that you invest in, that you know that you're passionate of, and just write it. And that, here's the thing, when you accomplish that and when you can sit there and put it up on the wall and you can sit there and say, you know what, at least I did it. At least I attempted and I did it. And if it was received well or received negatively, it doesn't really matter because you know what? I actually did it. I pushed myself forward and I actually accomplished it. It's physically manifested into a physical form that I can hang up on a wall and be proud of. And then you just learn and grow with it. And as I said with any creators, we have this room to grow. You just got to just have fun with it. Don't lose the fun aspect to it. Learn and grow. Learn and grow. Learn and grow. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Here's a quote that I think really gets the point of the entire episode across really nicely. It's by a man called Dennis Wheatley, or rather Waitley. It's Waitley. <laughs> W-A-I-T-L-E-Y. So he says that failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is a delay, not a defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. I'm going to say that one more time. (laughs) Failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is a delay, not a defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only, only by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. I think Dennis hit all of his notes with this quote, every single one of them. Failure has been my best teacher, but I have to pull back the curtain here and be a little transparent because I used to be very naive about failure I used to think that because we were creating a comic book and we were doing superheroes and just writing stories that we could somehow lessen the amount of failures and mistakes that we were making. And because we were working in our passion and doing our passion, 
that we really wouldn't encounter failure a lot of a lot of times. And that was just absolutely not the case at all. Failure has taught me how to manage a team. Failure has taught me about contracts and agreements. It's taught me how to handle and resolve conflict. It's, failure has really gotten me to a point to where constructive criticism can be accepted and I don't, you know, get an attitude about it. <laughs> it's taught me about, you know, social media and I mean, failure has led us to our many issues and it's led us to the podcast. I mean, it's, it's really humbled me and it's, it's shaped me and molded me and taught me everything I know up until this point. So again, it's a teacher, not an undertaker. Flip, flip the script. If you're thinking of failure as an undertaker, think of it as a teacher. Now there's lessons to be learned in what your failure was. It's not the end of the road. It's not it's an ongoing process. You know, you just got to challenge that. You know, in these moments of defeatism, what I mean by defeatism is this concept of allowing yourself to accept failure mm-hmm. and have it overpower you. And the fear of failure comes up. We have to remind ourselves that we have the power of choice to revert back to safety or, and watch our dreams never become a reality or we just need to push forward as we're, we're talking about. Right. And really see our dreams happen. It's actually accomplishing it. Edit. Edit again. If you have a script, keep editing. You know, it, it's amazing to me how much editing goes into scripts. And then at, at the same time, you just need to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, art piece, if an artist is dry, drawing something, for instance... At some point, they're going to have to let go of that need of control and that fear of failure and just release it. And only us as creators are going to see those flaws. Mm -hmm. But through those flaws, that's where beauty comes in, Mm -hmm. I believe. And that's my perspective of it. Here's the question to ask yourself. Making the choice to overcome your fear of failure is scary. You know what's even scarier, Ben, is Mm. to live in regret and knowing that you're preventing your own dream from happening again we're i I feel like i'm hitting a nail on the coffin with this Mm -hmm. you have a choice whether stay in safety mode and keep it to yourself and sit on it and let it sit for eight to ten years but that regret's going to be more powerful than that failure you just Mm got to do it at least accomplish it most people don't just accomplish things at least you can sit there and be that percentage and sit there and say, you know what? At least I was failing forward. At least I accomplished something that actually did something and actually produced something instead of having it in my head. Just produce something, learn and grow from it. We're indie guys. We'll learn from it and move forward. If you publish something and it wasn't well received, this is your opportunity to ask people, what didn't you like about it? You just don't ask. I mean, formulate some questions here that actually give you good feedback. And this is your opportunity to take that feedback and redo it over again. Don't stop. Don't say, oh, God, I just I failed. People don't like it. They hate it. I'm done being a comic writer. I'm done being an artist. That's it. You do that, you'll join the millions of other people who just sit there and regret 
wondering what would have happened if you just kept going. There's so many people out there like that. And it's sad. It's really sad. That failure and fear got a hold of them that tightly that, like you said, it drove the final nail in the coffin for that dream. And that was all she wrote forever. There's I, you, you asked me a question a couple months back when we were in a meeting as to why, like, what is the, what is the, the, the factor? What is the, 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 the missing piece and the missing element for people not to be able to achieve things like J.K. Rowling, Tyler Perry, Steve Jobs, like these people who came from nothing and just kept going. And it's being persistent. It is. J.K. Rowling lived out of her car as she wrote the book. That was, I mean, I, I'm assuming that's was her bottom. That was as, as far as she can go down. Same with Tyler Perry. He was living in his car. But they kept going. And they say, oh, let me just stop writing these these books or these plays or whatever and go get a job at wherever because it's over. I've, I've, I've hit my lowest point in life. This is it. This is this is I can't do anything else with this. This hasn't got me anywhere. And even still, when. I know Tyler Perry's history more than I do J.K. Rowling, but I mean, his first couple plays really didn't take off. I remember one of the showings, nobody came up, nobody showed up. Did he stop? No, he kept going. I think they actually did the entire performance, even though nobody was even there. They didn't say, let's pack it up and go home. They just did the entire performance. There's a lot of other people like Tyler Perry who have done things hundreds of times and people have said no. They have failed hundreds of times. They've made mistakes hundreds of times. And they got to where they where they saw themselves getting to. That's that that factor, that's that missing element people have, that that persistent desire to keep going no matter how many failures and mistakes that you make along the way. Yeah, you just need to have courage with it. They have a different mindset. And it's like we said. Right. You just have to have it's that a different mindset. mindset. Cuz if not you're going to let your dreams just wither away. You're just it's going to be it cease to exist. And if, you know, if you're listening to this and you're you're struggling with those thoughts, we've all been there. Ed's been there with Arclight. I've been there with Lighthouse Comics Studios. You know, what I had to do was just push. You got to keep pushing. You just got to push through it. I, we get that. And this is what separates us a little bit different. As we mentioned before, as a podcast, is we're in the grind as well. We get it. We've had those moments where we've had these self-defeating thoughts in our heads. We've had these moments where we wanted to give up. We've done it with the podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. Is anyone even listening? Is anyone even giving feedback, right. right? Why are we doing this? We're wasting a lot of time, you know. Uh-huh. And it's hard because I work full time. Ed works full time. I go to school on top of this. You know, this is a side, you know, passion I'm doing. I, I would it's hope. Like a third job. It's like a third job third with no income, right? <laughs> I'm doing school. I'm trying to balance uh, marriage and relationships. The reason why I do it in recording with Ed right now is because I love it. We spend like 15 hours a week producing a single episode. I do. 
between recording, well, between the first, the meeting about it, talking about it, doing, you know, going over what the show's going to be about, doing a dry run through. And there's several then, hundred disasters that happen. Right. And between that, <laughs> then we record, then I edit for several hours, then I pass it off to Brent and he does the show notes and I look over the show notes and edit the show notes. Then I type up the newsletter and then I have to create the podcast episode art. Then I have to create the web well, the uh, the web page for it, do all the linking, schedule the newsletter, create all the social media images for it, schedule all those things out, create written content to, to narrate the the, uh, the, uh, the podcast episode on social media. It's a lot of work. And when we look at <laughs> the reviews and we, we see that we only have eight reviews, that can be a little discouraging, but we know that we're not doing it for the number of reviews. We're not doing it for the number of social likes. Right. Social media can really, you can really get caught up in letting social media determine, determining what has succeeded and what has failed. If it doesn't get the correct amount of likes or downloads or retweets or whatever the case is that we want, we kind of think that it's failed because it doesn't stack up to somebody else's project or piece of work or whatever that got thousands of likes and they got 80 followers because of it. That isn't a sign of success, but there's really no, uh, well, there's really no substance, as I said before, to those numbers. And you can't allow the numbers to determine what's successful and what fails. And I think like for us, Hmm. rather for me, when I put Braxton, her first release on Facebook, the feedback was horrendous. We got slammed for that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Emergency <laughs> button, so, take her down. Right, right. Right I'm apology. So embarrassed that we released something that was this bad. And the people let I mean they let us have it. They they didn't hold back at all. This is this and how dare you and this and this that and the other and we don't care about this, this is I was like, whoa. I had to like take a step back. I really had to just leave the computer at that point because I didn't want to be reactionary and be all emotional with my responses. So I said, okay. I said, we're going to take the update down. I'm going to post an update and apologize. And I said, she'll be back better than ever. And instead of like that, that feedback determining if we should continue on, right. Continue on with the character. We took that feedback and flipped it. We learned from that mistake. And now Braxton is, I think she's really a good character at this point. People seem to like her a lot. But she wasn't like, it took (laughs) embracing that failure and that mistake and flipping it, flipping the script to something else that we can learn from and create something positive. I really had to step back and say, okay, what went wrong? Where did we go wrong with this character? How do we fix it? How do we recover from this? And I worked that character day and night. I said, okay, let's just let's just go back to the drawing board. Let's scrap all this stuff and do it over right. again. And now everybody loves Miss Braxton Sinclair Turner. So you have to learn how to flip it. Failure is not the worst thing that can happen. Your 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 fear of it is. Failure, as Brent said, only kind of exists in our minds. 
Yeah, it's a belief that we tell ourselves. If you mm-hmm. let that belief happen, hey, you're going to cripple yourself. You've got to challenge that. This right. is why I, this is what I do for a, a living, for rotation. Okay, I, I do therapy. Okay, you got you got to take that negative and you got to flip it. Mm-hmm. You got to feed the positivity instead of feeding that negativity. Right. You got to challenge that belief system. And be like, you know what? At least I'm going to do it. I have this unique idea, and I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get artists. I'm going to write. I'm going to edit and I'm going to research. It's, it's like anything else, like learning the instrument, anything. I, I think you even told me with art, I've told you that like, I'm super anal of art. I haven't drawn in years mm-hmm. and Ed's response, you know, as you know, a fellow artist told me it's, it's like muscle memory. You just got to work through it mm-hmm. and you just got to work, 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 work. Same thing with writing. If you want to be good at writing, which you're learning and I'm writing, you just got to keep writing. Set these goal up goals every day. Mm-hmm. Just write or just draw. Right. And through time and energy that you put through it, hey, you're going to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. You just got to push through it. You just got can't. You just can't believe in that stuff. Right. Just can't. Can, I, can I let you in on a little secret? Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I'm excited now. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of a little off the script, so I'm kind of a little excited right now. I'm like, what's Ed going to say? <laughs> let me let me let you let me let you and everybody else in on a little secret. Okay, go ahead. Curious, go ahead. You're going to fail. Mm. It's going to happen. Nope. You cannot avoid it. Go all out <laughs> and go all in on what you're doing, and keep on doing it until you hit that brick wall. And when you hit that brick wall, start taking down the wall brick by brick until you get yourself a passageway. And you can go over the wall or go through the wall, whatever the case is, and keep it moving. You're going to fail. You cannot avoid it. Right. Might as well just keep on going. Keep on chucking along. Because if I can do it for five years and Brent and his team can do it for five years, you have no excuse. <laughs> None. So it's going to be okay. It really is. So why don't we get into some of the failures that we've made? Right. That's fine. I think we cover, we cover a couple of them, but we'll go a little bit more in detail. Let's go. All right. So off the top of my head, some of the most, or rather some of the more clearer failures that we've made is world building. Yeah. Gosh. Me too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always say, I mean, Jason says it wasn't the biggest waste of time and it wasn't that bad because we created a lot of stuff, but it's that trap, I, I, man. We always right, talk I, about I, this. Right. It's, that it's trap. the trap. It's the trap. Because we, if so I didn't say, right, if I didn't say enough is enough, we're start, we're stopping. We're going to start, we got to start the story. We would still be world building right now. And it's that, as I mentioned, it's that safety zone. Mm hmm. You get in that safety zone of just wanting to be in there. Mm-hmm. You just got to just dive in and push through that. Right, right. And that's where those that first 80-part series came in for Story is King. <laughs> Put Story first. That's a two-hour episode on uh, Hero's Journey. Right. <laughs> that's where we I got the concept of I wanted to put the importance on story and podcasts really, really early on because I knew that world building is such a deadly trap to a lot of creators because it's fun. You get in there and you start 
doing all this stuff, but it really doesn't help anything for the actual comic book because you don't know what you're going to use, what you're not going to use. You know, I'm not using like 80% of the stuff that we produce starting off. Not all that stuff is going into the first book. It's like years down the road. So that's one of the failures that I've really learned from. And I think another one is keeping all of our ideas close to the vest. Like we were adamant about they're going to steal our ideas. Don't share anything. Blah, 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 blah. Here's another secret. No one is going to steal your ideas. And someone else probably already thought it too. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> There's billions of people in the world. The chances right. are someone else is going to right. think of it. Ideas are worthless. Mm. It's the execution of those ideas that matter. You can have the, the best idea in the world. Oh, nobody's ever thought of it. Whatever. Whatever. Until you execute on that idea, nobody's going to care. I do's don't I do's ideas don't produce work. They produce a whole lot of brainstorming and, and nice things on paper, but they don't produce the actual work in, in 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 the product or whatever you're doing with the idea. Don't let somebody have the same idea and execute on it, then <laughs> then you'll be behind the curve. You'll have to now catch up with them. So that's always to remind yourself. Nobody, nobody's out there to steal your ideas. You're okay. <laughs> Another one was, I think, we talked too much and didn't walk enough. And this is, again, with execution. Just learn to shut up and execute. Do what you said you're going to do. That's what we're doing the many issues. Tired of talking about it. Wanted to actually produce something that we wanted. We said we were going to do five years ago. So I, th- I think my biggest reward for these is just being able to start the podcast to teach others what to do and what not to do. Our failures have created this podcast. So now we can help other people avoid. And even let me say this, even though we can help you avoid making the same mistakes and failures, you can still find a different way to do it, to fail and make a, a different mistake. And then you can teach that to somebody else. If we say do contracts and agreements and you pick the wrong contract to do, that's a mistake. That's a failure. Now you know not to use that contract ever again and use a different contract. You can still, even though we're telling you what to avoid, you can still find a different way or rather life will still find a different way to make sure that you hit a, hit a failure along the way or a mistake. And then, like I said, you learn from it, you go on and you teach somebody else not to do that thing that you did, <laughs> you know, it, it all, it comes back full circle. And, and, you know, I've have, I mean, I've, I've listened to the Sean West podcast. I listened to Aaron Dowd's, the podcast dude podcast, and they outright tell you, you know, this is what we've done. Don't do it. Or this is the way to do it. And then. You can listen to them. You can jot all those notes down, and even you can even I can even still find a way to this day where I've made a mistake within their teachings. But I've learned from it. See, so now I have their lessons, and I have a lesson of my own to share with people. So yeah, I think that's like my my biggest. I think the the podcast is one of 
the most visible things that we can show people, like the reward of making a mistake. It's, it's, it's been a fun ride so far. I can't complain. It's enjoying the journey mm-hmm. and the process that goes behind it. You know, yeah. when I think about Lighthouse Comics Studios and what we've learned as a team, you know, I can relate, relate, relate so much to world building. And the best advice that I've learned to give to you guys is just write, get to a point, and then just trim back the fat. Take your best ideas of what you have from that and just make a story out of it. Focus on the story and just start writing the outline. Just start doing mm-hmm. it and then start producing the pages. You know, another thing I've learned is recruiting as well as letting everybody and their brother in because they're <laughs> a friend or you you feel like you want them to be on the team and they invest. Right. You know, I've learned that, you know, not everyone can be a team player. I learned that right. the hard way. You know, I mentioned this in another episode. I learned really the hard way of almost losing my company, getting sued and having to burn bridges with people. You know, mm-hmm. learn who really has their best interests in you. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. And when you find those people, invest into them. Invest, right. invest, invest into them. Because they're the people that have your back. You know, another thing I'm thinking about is wanting to juggle way too much at a time with the excitement for the mm-hmm. project. And this is another thing that goes with world building. We get too excited and we're like, want to do this, want to do that. And I feel like sometimes we do this with, you know, what me and Ed want to do. Like, we have this grand... Uh, facade of what we want to accomplish and it's great to have goals and it's also you need to be realistic and practical and really set out an outline as to how are we realistically going to accomplish this Mm -hmm. and make it tangible make it flexible and make it adaptable based on our own life circumstances and what we can provide with our time and energy right friday that meeting we had Friday, I was just, I think I was overwhelmed because there was so much stuff. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> there's no possible way we can do all these yeah, things Yeah, I was hitting you with some concepts, man. I was like. Yeah. I was like, good Lord. These are, I mean, there were great, there was great stuff. But I was just like, we already, we're like, we're, we're still trying to learn how to do the podcast. And <laughs> all this other stuff. It's just like, I can't do it right now. We don't have the resources for all this stuff. So that's actually a really important one. I'm glad you brought that one up. Yeah. And, you know, another thing is, you know, trying to control everything, not trusting, uh, not wanting to, trying to control what everyone is doing and not trusting Mm -hmm. the right type of people. Mm -hmm. You know, what I've learned with this is, again, really investing and then jumping into social media. I already got into this a little bit too soon. Now I've learned with that is just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Just be transparent. I've been multiple transparents. I'm very proud that that's a characteristic that I have developed over the past two or three years with my own life and different personal struggles I've I've dealt with. And I've always made a point to always be transparent. And I think transparency is so key to um, being an indie creator and admitting where we've made mistakes and learning growing from it. Right. Because it's like Ed said, you're going to fail. It's how you take that failure and actually turn it to a positive shoot. This is if this is what I've learned and I'd made a good point about failure. Just do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please, please just produce something. And then later on, if you want to improve it, then you know what? At least you already have an accomplishment and you have the first draft done. You can hand it on the wall. Right. And then if you learn from that, Hey, guess what? 
you can invest back into that issue and create another one. Because you know what? No one's not going to hold you against that. Mm-hmm. I've seen another indie comic, uh, comic called The Sentinels, I believe. And they did art and they made their first comic and they saw where some mistakes were. And guess what they did? They re- released and edited their first comics. And that was okay. Mm-hmm. No one's holding that against them. If anything, I gave them mad credits because that's telling me that you are that much impassionate about your story. You took the criticism and now you actually invest back into your passion, your idea to make it better presentable. Right. Right. I like um, the concept of failing early. That's what I, that's, that's the approach that I take when I bring what I now bring people on to Arclight. I like to push you out of a plane without a parachute and let you figure out how you're going to land on your feet. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I like when people fail early. I like when we make mistakes, like with the, with the podcast, with us using our safe words in order for you to hear it I had to release it out into the public mm. and you came back you were, you really you wanted to redo the entire episode you were just embarrassed and that was a bad episode man you were just calling me out you like you just said okay again <laughs> but I was so mad right <laughs> hey, if when we get to a point where we actually re, if you think we're funny just by hearing us you should really see it a video feed and this is another goal like I want to have eventually is really having like a live feed mm-hmm. kind of what, what Sean West does because mm-hmm. it would be hysterical it would Ed's like calling me out he's laughing I'm like putting my head I was like turning red I was super embarrassed <laughs> my own insecurities were coming out I'm like my securities are telling me just to escape we're gonna do it later mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it I don't want to touch it and Ed pushed through it mm-hmm. with me you know and I've learned I don't use safe words. No, because I, I bet you they don't hear the OKs anymore. Nope. I stopped that. See? <laughs> you don't hear it no more. <laughs> you don't. And that was a result of accepting that it wasn't that great of an episode. Right. And I wasn't going to edit out all those OKs. I was already like <laughs> eight hours into the, ed- the the editing. And I was like, oh, my God. Just says okay one more time. I'm like, gosh. (laughs) And I can't always remove them from your other words because they're blended in. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let these the rest of these ride. That's just that's what we're gonna have to do. So, but I enjoy the concept of again pushing people out of the plane and letting them figure out how they're gonna land on their feet and people failing early because you learn early on. You get better early on. If I try to protect people from failing and whatnot else you don't learn you don't grow and that's that's the point of this you fail early on so you learn and you grow this is how you beat out the competition if you fail early on you grow and you learn something that they haven't learned yet and you get your leg up so it really is as as a mindset shift again you're making mistakes to learn when you fail, it isn't the end of the project. Try a different way. There's a lot of trial and error in making comics. 
and embrace those errors. Like with the many issues, I had gotten some constructive criticism from one of our listeners, Moreau, um, and she made a couple points that she's from a different country, so she didn't catch everything that we may have catched here in the Western world, and that helped me to understand that, well, not all of our audience is centered here in America. We have people who are reading elsewhere. And I have to make a, a better, do a better job at making sure that my writing translates, I guess you can say. So that was, that was great feedback. You know, it wasn't so much of a, of a failure, but it was constructive, constructive, uh, constructive criticism to let me know that I didn't do something well for somebody to just get it. So thank you to Moreau for, for sending me that email. I haven't, I've, I had a reply to her. I haven't had the chance to sit down and actually reply, but shame on you. I know, shame on me, but that'll pretty much wrap up the show. That's pretty much all nice. I had to say. That's so, fine. I do my quote since you yep. were a jerk last week, and then you do the do quote. One. Didn't I? I forget. I just go ahead and do okay. the quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So the quote for the week, since Ed loves you so much, is tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. It's a question, okay? Tell me what it is that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. And what I mean by this is seize the opportunity now because what are you going to do with your life? Happy failing, y'all. Happy failing. (laughs) Ed, where can they uh, reach at, my friend? They can reach me in all of our shows at arclightcomics.com slash podcast or... You can go to arclightcomics.com slash iTunes and get them there. You can also reach me personally at arclightcomics on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Nice. And I'm on to Edward Eugene is my personal account on Facebook as well. So shoot me a message, DM me, shoot me an email, whatever the case may be. I'm always here to talk. I'm always, I've been answering questions on and on. On and off throughout the throughout the last couple of weeks, people have had different questions or whatever the case was. So I'm always I'm always around social media, you know. So hit me up there, Brent. Where can people find more about Lighthouse Comic Studio? You can find us at Lighthouse Comic Studio at the same name at Instagram and Facebook. We're still in the midst of creating a website, trying to figure out how to be presentable with that. So again. Failing forward, right? right? Collaborating, failing forward, and learning <laughs> how to navigate, how to do a website. It's fun. And you can personally reach us also at lighthousecomicstudio uh, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can personally, if you want to talk to me, you can always email me. Email me. Goodness. What does that even mean? I don't even know what that was. Where did that even come from? It's so weird. <laughs> You can message me through Facebook at uh, Brent Lyles, and I love to talk to people as well as Ed. Um, I love to give feedback. Uh, if you have feedback for us, I love to hear it. I like engaging with people. I'm like Ed. I'm on social media as well. So thank you so much for sticking around with us. Uh, this is episode 14, right? 
15. 15. Goodness gracious, mm-hmm. I even decreased us. 15 oh, already. It's amazing what we've been able to do with the past couple of months. It's been fun. I know. Um, hey, listen, fun. if we can do it, you can do it. And if that's yeah. one thing that you guys can learn from this is just keep keep pushing. Just keep mm-hmm. doing it. Accomplish your dreams and your goals. Because at the end of the day, only you can do it. Right. All right. I'm done. We should do an after show. An after show? Yeah, like, you know, like the music stops and then... We do like a little two, three minute thing. It's it's like a, a way to kind of like cool down and like have a. You just don't like saying goodbye because you feel awkward. Well, I do feel awkward. That's, that's, I think that's been very upfront about that. <laughs> you always, every I episode think, you have this like awkward goodbye that you say. I do. It's just, I don't like saying goodbye. <laughs> I like talking to the people. It's fun. I can't wait till we get to like a, a Comic Con and like they actually like invite us. We don't invite ourselves, but they invite us. <laughs> speak at the panel. We're here with we'll like, like, hey guys, Arc Light Comics <laughs> and Lighthouse Comics Studio. Who are you? Oh, um, right. We got these badges. We thought that we, right. uh, <laughs> no, okay. All right. Well. Oh, no, let's talk about that in the off after show. Let's just do it this way. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it in the after show. We'll, Wow. Ask, ask this, say goodbye, and then it's going to be a weird after listening to this. I'll keep it all the same. That's fine. Yeah. Morning, girl. So y'all have a amazing day and an even more blessed week. Keep on believing and dreaming. And failing, keep doing that too. Right. Or as <laughs> what Ed would say, always believe in and do it. Yes. Bye, y'all. See ya. Now we're in the after show. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's talk about. I actually wanted to talk about some of the, I guess some of the reasons why we're doing the podcast. I know we've, we've explained it, but I don't think we actually sat down and just gone over. <laughs> well, we kind of did that horrible why episode. Oh God, yes. This is a, this is our opportunity <laughs> to do it over again. There we go. It was so bad we want to do it over again. <laughs> That would take a whole nother episode. <laughs> I think for me, the biggest, I always wanted to give back. I've mentioned it. I don't know what episode it was, but I mentioned this in another episode that I've tried to do this before with the old Arclight team when we had five people, but it was going to be in the form of a blog. And the original outset was to help other people was to share all the things that we failed at and give that, that information away. Anything else is a byproduct of this. Comic-Con, if we got get asked to make an appearance somewhere, if we're able to start monetizing on the podcast or whatever, whatever the case is, I feel like it's, it's a byproduct. But the main focus has always been to help others avoid the nonsense <laughs> that I've gone through and that you've gone through as well. Right. I think for me, it's just, it goes really back to my vocation, you know, of really just helping people. And when people always ask me that wonderful question, like, what do you see yourself in five years or 10 years from now? You know, I really got to the point where I wanted, I actually can boldly say that if I can blend therapy and comics together and have that premise and that continuous theme of just helping people and teaching people and allowing them to reach their full potential. 
that's what I'm created for. I'm, I'm created for in my purpose in life. At 29, of all of my experiences, struggles, heartaches, things I've read, all, anything that's influenced me, I really came to this focal point of really, it's all about hope. Mm-hmm. It's really about allowing them to reach their full potential on their journey. And if I can have some part of that, or even say something, or make an action that can help them reach that, then that's more self fulfilling than anything. Five years, five years from now, twenty twenty one, ArcLight will become both an entertainment and learning environment. You get the entertainment aspect from the comics, but I think what we're growing into is becoming a a learning hub on how to make comics. We talked about this in episode 13 with discipline number one, differentiate, and the main thing was focus. And our focus is making superhero comics. So we also talked about extending that focus and how you can grow different things from that focus. So we talked, we had a podcast and we talked about books, blogs, vlogs, and then on top of that, we talked about courses and all, you know, different kinds of things. So I really want it to be a place like the main place any creators come, first time any creators come to learn, to build this up into the resource I wish I had five years ago. And it starts with this, start with the podcast. If we can't get the podcast together and the other things that can't fall in place. So this is how we start building, you know, we'll have, I want a community, I want an app, <laughs> all these different things, you know, but it starts with podcasts and our consistency and building things like that. So I think that's, that's what, like another, I want to call it a byproduct is what we're building up to. So I, I, I really, it's, it's, it's different. It takes a lot of work like this past we posted recording yesterday. I did not find recording. <laughs> I, I I get tired. I get. It worked out because my wife's computer was going to blow up anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Due to overheating. Right, but I get tired and I don't feel like doing it every week. But it's you can't let your feelings and emotions rule your consistency and persistence. You, you can't. I mean, I'm. I'm Ah. sometimes I'm just not in the mood but it still has to get done well said you may not be in the mood to do something but figure out what happens if you don't do that thing we talked about consistency quite a few episodes and if we just stopped for one episode because we didn't feel like doing it then that opens the gate for us to have that same mentality and mindset the next episode we don't feel like doing it we'll just do two next week and then we'll make up for it then we start getting behind and all things start falling out of place so I'm never always in the mood to do it but we still do it because we have somewhere we're trying to get somewhere and if I fall out of that if I, if I let my emotions and things like that rule we can you know rule our output and, and inevitably ruin our output and consistency me as the leader here 
it's, or I'm setting the tone for everybody else to make excuses, to not keep up with what they're supposed to keep up with. So I can't afford to do that. I may, heck, even when I was doing with the thyroid thing, I didn't always feel like getting up and doing the meetings that we had to do, but I did them anyway. Dragged myself to the chair, sat down <laughs> and did them. Right. Same thing with me, so, you know, a lot of people don't I don't know, know where this, that came from, but <laughs> this is, you know, a little bit more right. intimate. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I battle with, you know, depression as well as anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, every time we uh, record the podcast, I'm always having this anxiousness. Mm-hmm. And Ed's really helped push me through this process. If you haven't noticed or picked up on it, I have a speech impediment. I say words. Uh, backwards sometimes I mesh words together and really this has really taught me to really conquer another struggle I have in my life Mm -hmm. to really have people really pinpoint on one of my flaws which is speech and really have that amplified Mm -hmm. that really takes me out of my comfort zone right but you know what I do it because I love it and I'm improving on it, and I still make mistakes. I don't pass at it, so as long as I bring him humor out of it, that's what makes me happy. So it's where you accept things or not. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have fun with life. Life is way too short. Right. Now that's so appreciated to say, but it is. It is. Just yesterday, I was five years old, pretending I was a Power Ranger playing out in the backyard, and now I'm right up on thirty. I thought you were 40. No, you tried it. <laughs> uh-uh. It, it, life, life goes by in the blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. I was just in college. I was just in high school. It's crazy, but yeah, that'll, that, that's the, we're going to wrap it up. That's, that was, that was a good, we'll, we'll try to do some more. I like the after show. They, the Sean West network does it. And I've always enjoyed the little after talk after the show. So, so we will see you guys next Thursday. Yeah, here's Ed's uh, awkward goodbye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. Have Thanks a good for listening one, y'all. To the show. Bye. Appreciate it.